Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. My goal of this podcast is to give you tools and awareness you need to thrive in your relationships, feel deeply connected, and find harmony and fulfillment in your relationships and personal life. So I hope you tune in here with me each and every week. So there are six major things that an anxious preoccupied attachment style has to conquer if they want to go from insecurely attached to securely attached. And what it feels like to become securely attached is like relationships are feasible. The relationship to yourself is filled with way more self-confidence and it feels like you can truly thrive and trust that somebody will stick around in a relationship if it's the right connection for you. And so what you'll find is that feeling of panic and stress and those sort of ups and downs and that roller coaster of uncertainty of relationships really melts away once you feel like you are truly securely attached. Now, there are six major things. And, and in each of these six things, I'm going to give you the specifics for the anxious preoccupied. So core wounds are different imprints and ideas that we get about ourselves and about the world because of past traumatic events. So because of, for example, a lot of inconsistency in childhood, there's a lot of perceived abandonment, like perceived connection, and then it's withdrawn connection, and then withdrawn. And the repetition and emotion of that is what conditions the subconscious mind to keep fearing the withdrawing. And so we can have real abandonment, but we can also have consistent perceived abandonment. And that forms a core wound of, I will be abandoned. Now there are different core wounds that APs tend to have. They believe I will be abandoned. I will be left alone, or I am all alone. I will be excluded. I will be disliked. I will be rejected. I am not good enough. I am unworthy of love. These are some of the major core wounds. And they have another big one that says, I am unsafe because they believe that without that consistent connection, they're not safe and okay on their own. So they tend to carry these major core wounds. Step one is we have to reprogram these core wounds. You're not born with them. They're conditioned into you and using similar principles, we can recondition them. Okay. And it's fairly quick to do so when we have the right tools. Number two, the anxious preoccupied attachment cell needs to learn their relationship needs. A lot of the relationship needs for APs are certainty, reassurance, validation, wanting to feel wanted, understood, seen, connected to, encouraged, valued, feel like they matter. You know, a lot of these things are really important to APs. And so when you can understand your relationship needs and learn to meet them in the relationship to yourself first, what you were doing is priming your subconscious mind and its comfort zone to be able to receive them from others and also to engage and invest in relationships with people who will give them to you. We tend to be attracted to our subconscious comfort zone. Essentially, we're attracted to people who treat us in the same ways that we treat ourselves. And so, because it feels familiar, right? And the subconscious wants to survive with what's familiar. And so, APs tend to be attracted to people who dismiss them, who aren't present with them, because these are things they're doing to themselves, dismissing their own feelings, dismissing their own needs, not present with themselves. So when we can learn to shift this in ourselves, we become more attracted to it in others. And it's part of how we attract a secure partner. Um, and once you can recondition your core wounds and you know your needs already, you are away to the races. Okay. You're like in a place where you can actually feel 
safer in yourself, more connected to yourself, enjoy spending time alone, not compromise on, on your needs all the time, like not deprioritize yourself and put yourself last, not be fearing abandonment all the time because you've reconditioned those fears. So these are two big first pieces. Now, by the way, as I go into the other four, well, I have a whole course on this. It's actually a training course. It's a certification program. We run it just every so often in the year and the spots fill up really fast. We we sold out both times last time very quickly, but it's a whole training program for you to become certified as a relationship coach for integrated attachment theory. And the whole course covers these major themes, right? Integrated attachment theory is what we trademarked and, and put out there years ago. And it's the overlapping of attachment styles with the subconscious mind, the core wounds, the needs, and the other four things I'm going to continue covering in this video, the emotional, really it's about emotional regulation, boundaries, communication, and changing unhealthy coping behaviors. So we've got the core wounds, we've got the needs of the AP, emotional regulation patterns, anxious preoccupants need to learn how to regulate their own nervous system. And usually what you want to learn is a daily nervous system practice. So for APs, when you pay close attention, you're usually in fight or flight mode when it comes to once you've attached to somebody in relationships, you find yourself preoccupied, ruminating, worrying, distressed. If there's any shift in a pattern from somebody you're dating or seeing, it's easy to get really in your head about it. And if you pay close attention, you're actually in fight or flight mode at that time. You're in that. There's four major trauma responses, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, which is like people pleasing mode. And you can see how prevalent that is for the anxious preoccupied. And so what you need to learn how to do is regulate your nervous system at will, which is actually something we can do. Uh, this is based off of originally a lot of Dr. Stephen Porges' work on polyvagal theory and learning to attune to our own nervous system function and, and be able to regulate ourselves into parasympathetic nervous system mode, rest and digest mode. So learning to regulate your own nervous system is very valuable for self-soothing. I just wanted to pop in here and let you know we are doing a seven-day free trial to the All Access Membership Pass at PDS, which means you get access to literally everything inside of the school. That means you get access to the four live webinars I do every single week. You can come in, you can ask me questions with your camera on, we can chat. Um, you can leave your camera off if you prefer or type your questions in the chat. There's lots of opportunity to get your questions answered. And on top of that, you get access to all of our different courses. We have over 55 different courses on relationships, communication, boundaries, emotional mastery, guilt and shame, learning your needs, so many different facets that are really important to master our lives and feel really good about our lives going forward. And last but not least, there's also community elements in there. So there's a daily community event, whether it's practicing communication or doing a guided morning routine or a guided reprogramming exercise. We have trained facilitators and coaches who are in there doing that work, showing up to support you on your journey every single day. So I would love Love to see you on the other side. There's lots of exciting stuff in there. And we have had a 99.7% NPS score, which means we have literally that many people who report being really successful at PDS and wanting to recommend this to others. And it was all done anonymously. So I felt really honored that everybody shared that. So thank you to those of you who did. But yeah, please join me on the other side. Come check it out. See if it's a fit for you. I'd love to see you there. 
Point number four is the boundaries part. Anxious preoccupieds need to learn how to set boundaries. Now, one of the biggest reasons anxious preoccupieds don't set boundaries is because they have limiting beliefs about their own boundaries. Usually they think if I set a boundary, I will then be abandoned or I will be disconnected from, or people will think I'm bad or people will think I'm a burden. And so APs will tend to disconnect from their own boundaries as a strategy to stay safe and to stay connected. But what ends up happening is the more we are boundaryless, the less functional our relationships are because we're connecting with a mask. If we can't share our true yeses and nos with somebody, then we're not sharing our true self with somebody, which is going to leave you feeling in relationships like your cup is always empty. Like, oh, somebody doesn't actually care about the true me because I'm not showing the true me. And that's why that happens, right? So when we're boundaryless, we usually feel unsafe, more afraid of being abandoned. Um, We usually feel like we're not seen, we're not heard, we're not understood, we're not loved fully. You know, there's a lot of these different things that happen. So we have to practice reconditioning our relationship to boundaries. By the way, I know this sounds like a lot of stuff, but like reprogramming core core wounds, you can do a a few at a time. And there's usually a three-week turnaround on on rebuilding neural pathways, right? 21-day sort of model. Learning your needs and and being able to access them in your life is almost immediate, Nervous system regulation work, you form a daily habit, right? These aren't like huge, huge things, although it sounds like a lot. It's just, they may sound like a lot when they're new, but when they're really driven down conceptually with specific habits that make a lot of sense, it's a lot easier to to see it all sort of flow together and to install these these habits into your life. Um, So then we've got the boundaries. The next part is communicating these things, actually knowing your boundaries and your needs, but then communicating them, bringing them into your world, bringing them into relationships. There's specific scripts and ways of doing this that you can tailor that help you to communicate in a way that is not going to cause anybody to be offended or scare anybody off. And will just be simple and concrete so that you can actually understand, okay, here's how to communicate. Here's how to show up. And last but not least, we have our coping mechanisms, which is, you know, we tend to have these coping behaviors and these ways of trying to sort of like behave when we are feeling distressed. You'll see, for example, APs, they tend to hold on really tight or cling or, you know, try to keep gaining proximity to somebody when they are feeling distressed. But sometimes that can actually have a, a, a side effect to the relationship. Sometimes that drives somebody away or pushes them away by accident. So when we talk about this theme, it's actually being able to realize that every coping behavior we have is just a subconscious strategy to get needs met and find healthier, updated ways of getting those needs met. For example, somebody might say, hey, I need space. And yet you keep calling them when you need reassurance or certainty. But if you realize, hey, the need is reassurance and certainty. One example is I can say to that person, hey, I really want to respect your need for space. I totally get it. I know you need to take a time out right now and and take an hour or two to yourself because we've been arguing. And I just need some reassurance that you're going to come back and you're going to sort this out with me in a couple hours. And if you can tell me that, I'm going to have a much easier time respecting your boundaries for space. And usually somebody will say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm going to. I just need a minute because I'm upset right now. I will come back and talk to you when I'm ready. I'm not ready just yet, but I will soon. And that helps you to rest, right? Like so, So the whole idea and the big patterns that you'll learn are, hey, there's all these different ways of actually getting your needs met that don't have to be the most unhealthy coping mechanisms with the biggest side effects, right? Because if you keep calling somebody, keep calling somebody when they said they need space or keep, you know, somebody tries to go into the other room, you keep going and keep going in. 
you don't allow both parties to feel like their needs are seen and heard and met. And so then it tends to promote or prolong conflict for a longer period of time. And so when we can find these things, come up with updated ways of getting our needs met and understand that better, it's a lot easier to do this work. So in summary here, reprogramming core wounds, learning your needs, learning how to emotionally regulate yourself, then learning to express these needs through communication and healthy boundaries, and learning to update your coping mechanisms by also unpacking what needs they're originally meeting and updating those strategies. These are the six major themes from integrated attachment theory and the work that I teach that help the AP become securely attached in the fastest way possible. Again, in that course I have, I actually have worksheets. I have um, you know, really, really in-depth worksheets for how to do this work for yourself or how to share it and help recondition other people's patterns. And it really goes a lot deeper into the subconscious mind and understanding these things. All the worksheets have like step-by-step ways of asking the questions, doing the work. And there's actually a a huge program for how to move and, and at which order. So anyways, you can check that out too, if you're interested in learning more, but I hope this makes sense for today. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. 